listeners and welcome to the Rawcast. My name's James Price, here to take you through the Odyssey that is supporting the Brisbane Raw football cast. And it's, um, it's, it's actually, it's not a football cast, it's not about supporting a football cast, it's about supporting a football club. They're a football club uh, with many teams. Anyway, it's a, it's a bit of a sleepy Wake Up Jeff sort of episode this week. And uh, so, you know, we're just going to keep it on the down low and, uh, you know, just keep on sliding on in. And uh, yeah, so let's talk some football. I'm enjoying by... Mr. Danny Butts, how are you, good sir? Hey, good good morning, good day, good evening to everyone. Whatever time you're listening, hello in that uh, appropriate time zone and uh, day of time greeting. And a man that doesn't care about what time it is for greeting you, Mr. Dave Stewart, how are you? And here's to you, Brisbane Football Cast. <laughs> we are... <laughs> oh, good, man. Man. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Good. It was a, it was a, good, it was a good little Freudian slip, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm probably, I might be tired myself, perhaps. Maybe that's just a good sign that how tired I am. It's been a big couple of weeks. Right. Talking of teams have had a big couple of weeks, the A-League team for Brisbane Cast Football Club. Yeah, so, last Wednesday night, football game. It, it happened. Frosty, just hold yeah. on for You sound shattered. Do you want me to do this part for you to give yourself a little break? <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all you right. Sure? I can, I can okay. pick it up. I was just trying to give a vibe, mate. I was just giving a vibe okay. like the players gave a vibe all on right. the night. He's a method right. actor, okay? Yeah, I'm a method actor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes, yeah, so it was Brisbane Raw Nil, Central Coast Nil, 2064. Hearty Souls made it out there to Dolphin Stadium. Flighting wind, rain, and torrents. Well, if they left about three hours early for the game, they did. And, uh, but it was actually perfectly fine weather for the game. Uh, yeah, and so no one scored for either team. Kai Truen on the 29th got a booking for Brisbane Raw. Matt Simon got one for Central Coast Mariners. Scotty Neville in the, 80, in the 85th for Simon. Wow, they really piled up at the end there, didn't they? Uh, Simon yeah, they got bored. Yeah, he really did, the ref, didn't he? He's like, I've got to make something happen here. <laughs> Matt Simon in the 85th for the Mariners, Scott Neville in the 86th for Brisbane, Jay O'Shea in the 87th for Brisbane, and Kai Rolls, former Raw boy, in the 89th. So, yeah, that was 85th, 86th, 87th, and 89th. Um, yeah, good work by the referee Disappointed there. no one got one in the 88th. Yeah, I know, right? Like, what were they doing? I mean, That's to be honest, I blame the ref. I blame the ref. <laughs> he should know his times. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe he was trying for a fall, so, and he just got, ah, oh, and he just took a bit too long to get the pad out. Oh, I think that was the free kick towards the end that, um, oh, no, that was just beforehand. Sorry, that's my bad. I think that was where Scott never got booked. Never mind. We'll come yeah. to that sort of stuff later. No, well, we were not that much later. I mean, but, we'll, we'll add, I mean, the highlights package didn't take long to get to it, let's face it. So we we'll won't <laughs> take long to get to it. No, absolutely. Um, Dave, you watched all this game in, total, in its totality. Mm. Yeah. In theory, yeah. In theory, you watched this game. How much do you remember of it? I remember the highlights package. I watched it about three minutes ago. It was, yeah. um, it was right. Yeah, look, yeah. it was good to, good to see that it still did, definitely did happen. It wasn't a figment of my imagination because, let's face it, this game is as forgettable as a dream. You wake up and don't know what the fuck happened there. I don't know. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> you know, it's not not every game is going to be a going to be a, a classic and. This definitely fits into the category of not a classic. Yeah. So pretty much how you'd sum it up, Butsy, or did you have some more grander, uh, you know, vibrant thoughts around what what appeared on that football pitch that um, still resembled a potato paddock after, once again, it raining uh, on a Brisbane home game? Seriously, we need to take this show on the road. Like, is there some drought part of Australia we can take a home game to and you know, <laughs> cause a storm to happen? Like, North Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't yeah. got much to add, except I'm looking at the stats page and I'm seeing 21 shots this game. And I can't for the life of me remember more than half of like, not even half of them. 
I don't. I don't know. That's a shot every three minutes. <laughs> Didn't feel like I'm watching it live. Did, did the stats guy just take some liberties with what he counted as shots? Because he's just like, you know, this game's so bad. I'm just going to care. Oh, that's a pass. No, it's a shot. If the pass didn't hit his target, yeah, you dribble it. Was it, there for a it. You get tackled Maybe. in the enemy half, and it's like, oh yeah, he was actually taking a shot. <laughs> Maybe it's the um, you know, this is what uh, what's that idiot? South SMC SMFC Mike or whatever his name is. He's always claiming the A League over inflates its uh, attendance figures and doing the real counts. Maybe he needs to start doing real shot counts uh, during a game. Just uh, <laughs> maybe that's where the overinflation is actually happening or something like that. Yeah, big franchise uh, shots, and they're fucking. <laughs> no, the irony is, as I'm sitting here looking at the A League webpage, there's a McDonald's ad on the screen too. It's fantastic. Um, Hooray! <laughs> McFranchise teams with their McFranchise fucking sponsorships. Never miss a never miss a single moment. Um, yeah, well, we, we did we miss a moment in this game? Well, there was. I don't think there was a moment to miss. To be fair, no, I don't think there was. Probably one thing to mention. Is that Danny Kim got first minutes of the season? Hmm. Yes, Danny Kim out of the blue for nowhere, and uh, yeah, into did he start? No, he came off the bench. Nah, he came off the bench. Yeah, came off the bench and did the um the standard swap for um a Daily Akbari. He just rotated into the Daily Akbari swap, didn't he? Yeah, I, I think yeah, we mentioned this last did. week. It's not necessarily out of the blue because Daly was obviously suspended, but um, uh, we knew that Akbari was not going to see out the full ninety because Warren Moon doesn't let him do that, um, no. except for. Except for the next game we're going to chat on, but um, yeah, <laughs> so when he's playing back to back games, then he's okay. Uh, he made ninety. Well, very clearly, he made ninety minutes, but it wasn't the full game. It was injured. No, so he did not make the full ninety. Full well, ninety is ninety minutes, ticket. No, Cyrus Demi did get on in this game as well, and he looked uh, pretty lively when he came on. Um, although. I mean, from what I remember, it looked like he just had boots that just were not suited to a wet football pitch. Like, he did the longest studs. Yeah, he really did, didn't he? Um, the poor fella. But other than that, like he he looked really good in this game, and that's probably probably the right way. And we might get to the next game, and we'll get to the next game in a minute. But uh, yeah, I think coming on late, you know, it's what Alex Parsons had done, and you know, it's really been able to build up confidence when you are running against tighter defenses and stuff like that. It's a little bit more open, it's a little bit easier as a youngster to come on and start to get your feet in the game. So. Yeah, so you I know, quickly say in this game, just on another take hit, um, Alu Kual started the game for Central Coast. I think that's probably worked to your advantage because Kual tends to have more of an impact off the bench mm. when there's tired legs. When he has to do the running against a, a, a fully ready opposition, I don't think he's nearly as effective. And I think we saw that in this game. As much as the pitch played its part in this game and how god awful it was, um, if we look at I wouldn't say necessarily their best player, but he's definitely up there as the most standout player um, for this season. For a million dollars or something for... to yeah, well, exactly right. He's, uh, you easily say he's the breakout player of the league, right? Not just the not yeah. just Central Coast, but of the league. Um, he was kept quiet. He didn't do much. And it's because, I think, because he started. He didn't kind of come off the bench and mm-hmm. cause havoc at tired legs, which... Uh, you know, he came, Smiley, Jordan Smiley came off of them, and he, I don't think he necessarily did as much as what Quo would have done. Um, that's just me assessing Central Coast tactics. That's about all I've got for this game, though. Yeah, I think I think Dan probably Central Coast probably dominant. Like, are they the more dominant team? Like, they, you know, if you had a points decision stuff, were they probably the? Yeah, one? probably. I mean, I th- the highlights, like we said, were mostly first half, and I think that was mostly them in our half yeah. attacking. So I don't know when, when neither team really like neither keeper had that much to do. No, I guess you'd call clear-cut 
chances, maybe one or two, but nothing that stands out, even from having watched the highlights. So I don't think there's too much in it. I think I think it was just disappointing that we didn't force um, uh, who's their goalkeeper, Bill Giddy, into a big massive save down the um, 7-Eleven end uh, with the yeah. massive mud pit that's been forming right in the goal mouth. You know, and it was a pristine white kit. So you know, just needed to make him a save, get him all dirty, get the crowd fired up, get him into him. You know, just um, yeah, very disappointing that uh, that uh, he, he left that half of the ground very still incredibly white. So yeah, uh, and I'll say two- we only both teams only used three subs out of five, so. It's hard to say. I mean, I know you, you, know, you can't. Man, we're uh, struggling for content on this game. If we're picking out how many subs each team made. <laughs> My point is just, <laughs> it's a nil all result, and you're chasing a win. Both teams want the points. How much are you chasing it? I mean, uh, I know neither you, we team probably don't want Nebraska one either. But <laughs> well, hey, hey, that's the. This is the biggest win out of this game. The goal, goal didn't get a go. Fuck yeah. Save it for your miss-miss section, mate. Save it for your miss-miss section. I right? took the miss-miss section out because there's really nothing to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> Just... no. Um, he went miss-miss-missing in this game by not even getting on the park. Anyway, <laughs> probably the, the, the actual talking point was that both teams did hit the crossbar. Uh, Joey C at the pokey end and uh, Bazanich at the 7-Eleven, probably about 10 minutes after. Um, I don't know. Do you want to say which one you thought was better? No. Oh, no. okay. All right. <laughs> Clearly ours. <laughs> I'll leave you out there on that one. But look, I, the the biggest I said biggest win was goal goal not getting a go. But the biggest win here is actually our unbeaten run against Central Coast, getting extended to twenty games. We're on. I, I want to see this run and Touchwood. I'm not jinxing it. I probably am, but I want to see this hit the same mark as our unbeaten run <clears throat> for the league. Thirty six unbeaten against Central Coast is my is my goal. We're more than halfway there. I reckon. I reckon. We're on for it. Oh, we're halfway there. Completely oh. <laughs> undefeated Mariners. No. Um, <laughs> that's awful. Let, let the listeners work on that one for us, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to take us like another nine years to get there um, because we're going to stop playing them. I am a patient man. <laughs> now we only start playing them twice a season. Yeah, it's going to take a while to get there. Well, no, here we go. I'll throw, I'll hear me out. There are finals. We can meet them in the finals again. We can knock them out in finals. Yeah, that's, that's true. Both teams may make the finals this season. That's it. There you go. So, it's on. Is that about it? It's for on. that game? Like, seriously? Yeah, that's it. I know, yeah. I know it feels like we've talked for, like, fuck all the time, but that's literally it. I think we've yeah. stretched this game, and I think we should move on. Yeah, I think so. All right. Let's move on to the game that happened on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday evening in at Adelaide. It was Adelaide United won Craig Goodwin, um, breaking his uh, scoring drought in the 23rd minute. Thank you, Brenton Speed, for giving him uh, that one. Um, the it's like reverse of the of the of the um, commentator's curse. He was literally talking about his um, his goal drought. Brenton Speed curse. Yeah, the Brenton Speed curse. He cursed Brisbane there. Uh, Brisbane Raw, nil. We did not score again. It was uh, 6,723 in attendance down there in the city of churches. Mm. Bookings to Joey Coletti, of, formerly of this... Uh, there's a bit of a, uh, um, bit of a pattern here. Um, former Raw boy. And, and uh, Ben Halloran, former Raw boy. Jeez, he did nothing in this game, Halloran. In the 79th, so Joey Coletti in the 14th for Adelaide. And Yoshi Yangi in the 90th for Adelaide got one as well. Yoshi Yangi. <laughs> Yoshi Yang, he's singing Yangi. He should change his name to Yoshi Yangi. So good. So, so the kid grew up from supporting Melbourne City, and now is playing for Adelaide. What a story! Yeah, he's like the opposite of all the dream. players that, that grew up in Adelaide and then moved to Melbourne City. He did the opposite. <laughs> what a story! What a, what a rags the riches story. 
I mean, yes. a riches to rag story. <laughs> he went from Melbourne uh, City, the richest club in the league, to Adelaide. Adelaide, Riches yeah. to rags, excellent. How else do you get signed by Melbourne City apart from playing for Adelaide? Well, this is yeah. true. You do. Yeah. It is a prerequisite. Yeah. Uh, Scott Neville picked one up in the 90th minute as well for Brisbane Raw. Um, Dan, yeah. this one. It was, yeah. it was probably a little bit more entertaining. A little bit, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. kind of... You know, what wasn't it? Wasn't it was like it was definitely more a bit more pacey. I think playing in the evening mm-hmm. a little later helps a bit, um, and not and as wet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, both sides really had trouble breaking each other's defenses and attacking the goal. So it was very bogged down in midfield and a lot of sort of breaks or runs that didn't eventuate in shots. So it was it was entertaining, but not like super exciting. I guess if you want to put it that way. Mm, yeah, Dave. The two youngsters. We we started the two youngsters for the first time up the front. So yeah. I was Denny coming in for his first start, and Alex Parsons both for the first start. Mm-hmm. And they both had their moments. I think in this one. Yeah, well, I I think it's fair to say that um, Parsons probably took it upon himself just to have shot after shot after shot. Yeah. Um, which he did. He was successful at taking plenty of shots. Not. I think the first one or two were actually on target and forced to save. Um, but oh, I, I think he was. He was probably. A little bit over keen, maybe to make something happen. Um, he he kind of faded out a little bit for me in this game, Parsons. Yeah. Um, and uh, but <clears throat> Demi, um, I think he, he he showed glimpses. He showed he showed he showed some muscle against the likes of Coletti. He landed on fucking Coletti at one point. Um, <laughs> after I think Coletti yeah, fouled him. I don't think we need to celebrate outmuscling Joey Coletti, do we? Like, um, I mean, I love the player. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to celebrate outmuscling Coletti. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, no, but he he showed some strength strength on the ball. It, it it showed a little bit. Both of these players showed a little bit. That was their first um, uh, their first game starting, and that's fine. Um, yeah, in you know, rotation is is probably necessary at this time of the league, um, given the number of games we've been having. But yeah, it's it's um. A promising side, especially if Demi can go on and actually maybe make score a goal sometime this year. If he can get a goal in, that would be excellent. Um, if Parsons can build on his on his start for the season, his start to his career, that would be excellent as well. With you know a few extra, he's done some assists and some goals. So Parsons, I think, is pretty pretty good for the ongoing system. But Demi, if we can get him to um, <clears throat> to you know, pop on in, he's a he's a number nine. He can do the job. Uh, to not outstanding, you know, put his name in light sort of stuff, but solid. Yeah. You, do you reckon it's harder for a, like a number nine striker to like a young number nine striker to play up there on his own than it would be? Like Parsons playing on the wing gets a bit more space. You play up top, they just plonk a man on your game and a bit yeah, harder. You're fighting, like, big, you're fighting two big crooks in yeah. defense. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Oh, it depends what the system is. If they're playing the same system in the NPL, does he be used to that then? I think they might be. I think they're playing the same uh, system. So if they're playing ball. a similar sort of system, are they? Oh, okay. If they're playing, okay. If they're playing similar in terms of the attacking structure, because you can yeah, still play back four and have a point man, right? Um, if they're playing a similar sort of attacking structure, then Demi should be used to it. But I think they might play a little bit. Oh, I mean, they play fairly narrow for Brisbane anyway, so they, they, he usually has a support, whether in the case of Parsons, it's coming off, you know, running off of him, or maybe a champness or something like that. But, um, yeah, I, I think I think 
he won't be too far away from catching up. It's just the pace of the game will be much different now than what it would be in NPL. I think that's where that's where I reckon Parsons has just had like the perfect perfect introduction to league football. Like it's a whole bunch of games off the bench, and then you're like continuously coming off the bench as well, and you're getting slightly longer leading up to the start. Whereas Cyrus had sort of you know literally a week earlier he was playing NPL. Uh, he scores the was it four three against Kabbalah four Bar. against Logan. Yep, against Logan. Yeah, uh, so he scores four against Logan, and then. Three days later, he's back, you know, for the first time for a couple of months, he's back in the A-League squad. Yeah, he comes on for a 15 on a wet pitch, and then now all of a sudden he's starting. You know, that's that's a big jump, I think, for him. So I think he just sort of got pushed a little bit too quick. Uh, and then he definitely would, he definitely found out that, um, that you know, A-League defenders are, you know, they're, they're going to be a fair bit better than, than NPL Queensland defenders. So, you know, I agree with what you said, Dave. He was fine. Like, you don't have a problem with what he did. He didn't set the world alight, but... You know, you give him another go. It's not that he was completely out of place. So I think you're right in saying that he probably needs just time off the bench as opposed to starting. And mm. as as much as it'd be great to see him just kind of come on, set the world alight, and score banger after banger in the A League. You know, at the age of what is he, 19? Um, we've got to be realistic. It's, he's 19. He's is his third A League match, and the first one starting. He played more minutes in this game than he'd played in any other A League minutes combined. Right, so. There's no need to, 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 I suppose, be too concerned. Um, obviously, the goal from, from Warren Moon's side of things was to rest some uh, some key players um, in the likes of Wenzel Halls, <coughs> O'Shea, Rick, uh, Ricky Danzaki, and in terms of weapons off the bench, as Brenton Speed put it, goal goal Mabratu. Um, <laughs> fuck me, man. He, he's a weapon in the in the way that a, you know, a fucking club is a weapon because you just beat yourself in the head with it. Um, but um, I think the joke was that... that Adelaide were bringing on like Yuande Lopez, the Toure brothers, and we were like, yay, Mabratu. It wasn't a joke, though. He wasn't joking. <laughs> I know. He was serious. He was like, uh, yeah, this is Brisbane's weaponry. How good is uh goal go? Yep. Yeah. The other two, fine. I mean, they're normally starters, really. Uh, like, that, that. that is a legitimate comment. And, yeah, 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 absolutely. It's just he threw goal goal in the middle of it. It's like, what the... It delegitimized his entire comment, which, to be fair... <laughs> That's the Brisbane speed experience. experience. Yeah. It's the Brisbane speed experience. <laughs> Can we just start calling it, like, the speed experience? I just like the other speed. connotations that come with that. <laughs> the speed experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing speed this weekend. You can call yeah, it the B speed experience if you really want to jazz it up a little. The B speed experience. And then you've got plausible deniability when we get like investigated. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? I'm getting watching a bit of B. I'm watching a bit of B speed experience. Why, why no, one likes speed experience. <laughs> no one likes the <laughs> B speed Newcastle. experience, or more, yeah. more accurately, the BS experience. Hey. Anyway, should we talk there. about the actual yeah. game? And, and what happened in yeah, the game? Yeah, surely. We surely did. I mean, it's all right. Then where do you want to start with their goal? Who wants to talk well, let's about, talk their, about goal? their goal? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty Goodwin sure scored. this one, obviously, it was a little one to um, Goodwin with uh, mm. one of their Yengi, motherfuckers. Yangi, yeah, you're Yeng- right. Yoshi Yangi, man. Yoshi Yangi. <laughs> He's also going to bring up the great album. I'm pretty sure, though, here, JHA's. Was it JHA? No, JHA came on later. JHA was on then. Oh, fuck, who was it then? Someone else in the midfield. Um, someone's got caught um, on their heels a little bit here because Daly? it might have been Daly, it might have been Akbari, I'm not 100% sure, but it might have been Daly, actually. Um, <clears throat> the, the ball went, obviously, as it went 1 2, instead of turning 
to the player that was making the run in. He turned to the ball, watched the ball go to the player making the one, you know, the second pass. And Goodwin was into space at that point. So obviously, he's, he's a great finish by Goodwin. He's had to put it in far post in a narrow angle. Um, Jamie Young, I think, done probably all he can really there. He's closed the gap, but you know, you've you've got a player in space. You can only do what you can do. Um, I think that was kind of on whoever was marking Goodwin to who turned and followed the ball as opposed to the player. It was actually Parsons, I think, tried to make the first challenge. Like Barry might have been sort of behind, but Scott Neville got dragged up from like the back four line. Might have been Neville then. Uh, been yeah, Neville, so like Neville's Neville. the one that's got pulled out of the like the defensive line to go forward to try and make the challenge, and that's what's left the space for him to go and there you go. behind him. Yeah. There you go. You're watching the highlight. Yeah. Confirm what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. you can see when you watch the highlights, and anyone wants to watch it back, they'll they'll see it too. Um, just gets dragged out. Yeah, it is. It is Neville. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good finish, like I said, by Goodwin, but just not good enough by Brisbane, really. That that um, well, Neville should be better than that, really. Yeah, well, I didn't realise there was a we had someone shutting that ball down. Couldn't quite get to. It. I think it was um, Strowman. Quite yeah, yeah, but yeah, did quite. He really split the needle, but that's like such a good one thing to do is to, to you know, if you give him that that little bit of space on his left, yeah. he will slot a goal from even a tight angle. Yeah, uh, that's that's just been Goodwin's trademark, I think, in the A League. So yeah, yeah you can't do that. And really, realistically, it was one of the few great chances they had all game, Adelaide. So we did well to restrict him mostly, but yeah, just couldn't just couldn't really get it done. The other end, the uh, the penalty, damn, mm. unscreened yeah. into. Yeah, definitely penalty, hand, mm. hand up, turned away from the ball. Um, geez, I mean, I, I don't, I just don't like judging people on penalties because I still think it's a lottery. Uh, that's why you love it or hate it. Um, I think you were saying Pricey might have been able to hit it a bit better. I, th- I think I thought it was pretty savable. Um, he sort of hit it at a, you know, it wasn't right on the ground, so it's that sort of that height where a keeper, when they are diving to a side, it's pretty easy to get the arm. You know, it's that sort of half a meter off the ground. It's pretty. Um, that's a, a, a that's a height that keepers like to save, and and it wasn't right near the post, so it's just, yeah, okay, yes, he had to guess the right direction, but also he went the direction most right footers are going to go. They're going to go to when they're facing the goal to their left right footers. It's that natural hook in. Left footers will naturally go the other way, um, so. And that's certainly how Joey C takes his shots as well. He sort of, you know, that's that whole cutting in motion and then sort of cutting across his body. So it's what he feels natural doing. So I, you know, I, I think Delanov made a, he made a good save. Uh, I, I think Joey C could have hit a little better if he, you know, if he probably <clears throat> had it again as well. But we should, uh, we should throw to Dave here and say, if Joey C didn't take that, who would you have given it to who was on the field at the time? Uh, well, I was, before you said <laughs> that, I was, I was actually. Well, no, before you said that, I was actually going to say Joey, maybe Joey C would have scored if he was able to cut in from the penalty spot. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. You look at the lineup and you, and you think, okay, who's the senior players? You've got Jamie Young. Yeah, well, he's not going to come. Actually, he should have come up. That would have been amazing. Um, but uh, Scott Neville was captain, right? Scott Neville realistically could have made captain's call and said, no, I'm taking it. <clears throat> and I don't think anyone would have... They would have been like, oh, Scott Neville's taking it, but maybe not necessarily batted an eyelid too hard. Um, Macaulay Gillespie, you would have had the same sort of conversation. We'd say, oh, maybe really good Macaulay, but he, he takes three kicks. Yeah. <clears throat> if you look at the others, though, you're not going to give it to Parsons or Demi. Just far too early, and you know, even Jesse Daly, you'd probably say, you know what, probably not. Um, Akbar has no. never scored a goal in the A League. 
it really leaves you with champions and from an attacking player point of view because the rest of them are, are, are defenders. I've seen Akbari miss a uh, penalty, I think, in the in the old NYL. Anyway, there you go. In the U-League, right? Yeah, the Y-League. There you go. Yeah. Those, so. those things, that'll stay with him. <laughs> that probably will stay yeah. with him. But it, it makes sense. Champions were probably the, the logical choice there. Unless Scott Neville stepped up and or Warren Moon said, no, it's not you, Joey. Uh, it's going to be one of the defenders. And I can only think he'd probably go with Neville as captain or Gillespie because he takes free kicks. I'd, I'd be... If I if I had, I was going to say Corey Brown, but yeah, no, he's, yeah. I mean he's he's good at crossing, right? But I, <laughs> I don't think he's. The top what do you weigh though? He put a Corey Brown's stick. wily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corey Corey Brown would buy his shirt front the keeper right before taking the kick just to get into his head. Just <laughs> like I learned this from my friend Eric and does the little dribble shot right down the middle. <laughs> You're like, this is my one and only penalty in the A-League. I've got to make the most of it. Just the smash and run up. <laughs> yeah, that would be 100% what he would do. So but my Dave... point being exactly what you are saying, Dave. Like, we, we put some younger... we Overall, pretty younger squad. And whether that was just resting or that's just, that squad's quite young, um, yeah, we probably don't want to blame Champness too much if I can help it because he... Probably was the logical attacking choice to step up. And what do you, you yeah, accept I don't, that? They're not yeah. going to get everyone. And I don't think he's a yeah. I don't think he would naturally be the one putting his hand up. But it was just he. We fell on him because he was the most senior player out there. So at the same time, if Demi, if Demi had been around for a few more games, I reckon Demi would have said, "You know what? Fucking give it to me." Because I reckon mm. the I reckon the kid would have fucking brass balls for that sort of shit. Like, yep, that's me. I've just You've got four to goals. Yeah. Well, you see, he just around says, "I've got nine goals in the MPL. I've played fucking three games. I'm going to take the penalty. Thank you." Yeah. You yeah. see how he carries himself when he bangs in the MPL goals. If he was that confident at A League level, yeah, you'd you'd easy give him it. But this early on, I, I don't blame him for not giving it to him. Yeah, I actually wonder who does take the penalties. I don't think we've had a penalty in in from that, that was that was the yeah, well, I, don't know, I don't yeah. know if we've had one in the MPL there. Yeah, who would take it if it was MPL and Demi and Parsons were starting? Right, Maybe I'm that's why we got stuck out. in the A-League. That's our first penalty for or against this whole season. Maybe that's why we didn't know who to take it. We were just, yeah. um, we were like shocked. <laughs> Scott Neville <laughs> was like, oh, I should probably put my hand. Oh, what, 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 what's going Dude, on? <laughs> at the same time, we've got three of our best players on the bench and Jahesha, Riku, Danzaki and Wenzel Halls. I'm pretty sure one of those three would have had the penalty if it was if any of them know. on the field uh, would have been um, Dylan or would have been Dylan or um or Shay for sure yeah I'd give it to Dylan just I'd yeah, give it to Gold Gold now you bring up the Gold Gold the Gold Gold did come on and mm-hmm. by Gold Gold standards it was, it, it wasn't he wasn't a negative to the team at least I think that's it the, was it was play, his best it? game it was his best game mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, even the uh, one where he scored against Newcastle, or yeah, it was? even that one. It, it's not a high bar. Let's face it. We're not, you know, we're clearing toddler hurdles, right? We're not so clearing. Here's the way you got to gauge it. Size. Who's but, the worst player in the team that's not Golgol? You don't have to answer that. My point is that Golgol's best game is still not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that we started two kids who were playing NPL a week ago over him probably says well, a lot. You, just, just quickly on the penalty for NPL. Do you want? To, I found the first game of Brisbane Roar's season, and we got a penalty, and it was tucked away by Parsons. So, oh. theoretically, Parsons would be the one, and and he's you know, done it in NPL. He was on the pitch. Oh, well. Can I ask a question then? Sorry to switch back. Well, Yelchich also did one. Mm. 
Ah. Yeah, Lielicic can't be injured. What, what happened to Kudo? Did we play him for like 70 minutes one game and then he just vanished? Uh, I think he, he must enough. be injured. He must be injured oh. that he's not even getting in the squad. He wasn't in the squad for either game. Yeah. That's it. He just disappeared. Mate. We built him up like we we. It's been the slowest burn to get him fit, <laughs> and he finally started a game and actually lasted more than forty five minutes, and then he's knackered. He'll be fit yeah. by ACL, mate. Is he thirty or fifty? <laughs> <laughs> we actually saw him, King Kazu. Uh, <laughs> King Kudo. King Kudo, yeah, King, King Kudo. Kudo. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. I can only assume he's injured. That's why he's not even yeah. in the squad. Like, surely he's in. He makes a squad between these two games with the pile up of games. Like, oh, even well, if you don't want to give him, but built up to the point where we're starting him in some of our more difficult games, then sure, like. Whether I agree with that personally or not doesn't matter. If Mooney thinks he's okay to start some games, then yeah, he wouldn't just suddenly get dropped <laughs> unless he was yeah. hurt. That's it. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, probably the big downer from the game was yet another injury at right back uh, with mm. uh, good old sunscreen. JBS Josh Brindle South. Um, was it, it was dislocating his shoulder in the end? Was it? Yeah, fell on it. Yeah, he put yeah, his arm out when he landed, right? Shoulder. Yeah, he did. So um, yeah, that's. Well, it, those ones can be tricky. Sometimes you can come back really quickly from those sorts of ones, and it's only a week or two. But other one, other times, it's a, it can be a real slog to come back. So it could be a tricky one for him to manage, and it might depend whether he's done it before and all those sorts of things. So um, he looked in a lot of pain straight after the game. So and I'm not sure they quickly got it popped back in, which can be the key with them. So anyway, but I'm no doctor. What would I know? Can I put, can I put one more comment on that in terms of the game, and it'll be relevant later. I think at that point we were still playing um, five across the back or three at the back and wing backs. And when he went off, and even when we made subs, we changed to more of a, I think it was four three three. So we changed uh, to more yeah. traditional. We didn't bring four, on three, a center defender. Three, three, to... Yeah, that's right. Because we pushed uh, Truen out to the right and left Scotty Neville mm. in, which is weird because you'd expect Scotty Neville to be the right fullback. But I digress. Point being, we we didn't keep formation. We decided to change shape, which. It was strange to me, but maybe we decided we needed a change because we we're already down. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. that's what I put it down to is we're already down 1 0. We're sort of chasing the game. Yeah, what was the point of keeping back back four, uh, back five, I should say, when we're trying to chase the game? And yeah, so yeah, we went to the four. Uh, you used to have the midfield change as well. So yeah, we ended up with. Um, because Joey C played the whole game, so he bought on that. You did that triple side where all three of those as the the attacking the attacking artillery as um yeah. as as it was um so labelled came on. But uh, well, half time we brought on O'Shea O'Shea for Brindle South, so we put plug, yeah. plug the extra third guy in the centre of the park, yeah, and then it was yeah, exactly. like for like up front later on. Yeah, that's it. So um, yeah, and that meant Rico could sort of play that centre attacking mid role, which was I guess more what he was sort of you know that's how he sort of came into it. At the uh, start of the season, that's where he sort of was expecting more to play. But then we've gone to a system where we just didn't have an attacking midfielder. Uh, so, you know, he's been forced to play out wide. But, yeah, uh, we played it. Uh, we didn't score. We didn't really threaten that much with it. So, uh, but I think, yeah, overall, though, would you just say we were tired? Like, I think, Dan, you reckon we were just tired more than... Yeah, necessary. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that both games, like, yeah, not to just say, like, one thing, but, like, we don't press we've pretty much given up on ever pressing in defense so we don't we don't venture into that final third at all um yeah tired you take out some like like dylan and as as good as demi is and i know that him and parsons are quick you know they don't have the same kind of endurance that dylan wins the halls does when he presses um so you start there and it just slinks off and behind i think 
and again, it's another O'Shea thing. Like he's not really a defensive player, but he's playing in a in a defensive a role in defensive space. And when you don't have that, and you have lesser experienced people who don't know how to mark the space as much, you you lose a lot of that uh, defensive work. And so when you're doing more defensively, you you don't have as much energy in attack. And I think we just just a bit puffed. We we definitely lost the possession battle in the Adelaide game, and they like to go uh, left to right, right into the corners and play wide and. We just chased them around a fair bit, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously he had to rest O'Shea. He obviously decided he had to rest O'Shea, but yeah. the fact that he was the first one to bring on after the injury it just sort of really showed that Warren was probably itching to get him on and just get him out there. So uh, the well, fact I just he didn't the, on. <laughs> I'll finish the point, but I really want to just talk about it a little bit later. But, you know, we brought Jordan Courtney Perkins onto the bench and a player got injured and it was pretty much built for him to go in and play like what's the point in having him on the bench and if he's not going to be used when exactly his spot opens up on the field and um we chose to change our entire formation to one that we decided earlier in the season was not right for us yeah um, yeah so that's that was kind of where i was going with that but we'll, we'll get to him later maybe yeah that's it he is in the new section dan so we will get to that um dave i can see that you just looked one more thing in that you really want to talk about yeah this game yeah, it was it was just the yellow card right at the end for Yangi, you know, Yoshi Yangi and and Scott Neville. Um, if anyone if anyone that remembers what the yellow cards were for, they had a nice little uh, nice little wrestling match there in the middle of the park. Um, it was really impressive that Yangi got uh, you know Neville in a nice little headlock. Neville, you know, try, trying to drop him on his head for a, for a DDT, but Neville blocked it, tried to suplex him. Yangi blocked. It was just really good, really good wrestling, and you wouldn't expect that at an A League match. So I was quite impressed that those two were able to uh, you know. Give themselves a, a shout at um, over the A League title match later in the season. You know how, like in rugby league, a lot of them become boxers <clears throat> as they get yeah. towards the end of their rugby league careers. Well, I, you know, yeah. Scotty Neville's gone. Well, I'm I'm 30. I'm I'm looking at the end of my A League career. I, I need to I need to back up. What am I going to do then? I just I'm just looking forward to um, the point where you know Neville's got his opponent on the ground. He climbs up the goalpost and does like a, a, a frog splash off the top crossbar, just to um, you know. Just for the just for the fans. The fans. Yeah, just for the fans. For, the, you know. for their only fans, or just fans. <laughs> Mate, not everything's a porn site, all right? You can be a legit. Well, I, tell you, I tell you what, Scotty Neville needs to get in the <laughs> ear of um, Brindle South and teach him how to do that bloody shoulder drop properly. Failed <laughs> <laughs> dislocation. Hundred percent. Anyway, I think that's a fine point in that game on. Uh, <laughs> Well, Adelaide Brisbane rule normally ends up in some sort of a fight, so why not just fucking end yeah, up exactly. on the the one thing actually, resembling it? That was pretty tame by our standards in Adelaide. Oh, that was well. Listen, wrestling's choreographed, so yeah, that was pretty much what that was. So, you know, normally, normally Morg's body throwing himself in front of someone and falling over and he did. His face. That's how he got injured. <laughs> he threw himself in front of O'Shea, I think it was, and then O'Shea kind of backed out of it and Morg tripped over himself, and then. Did his ankle and had to go off. So I completely missed that Mork had to go off, but lol. <laughs> what a shame, what a shame. Yes, Stefan Mork. Uh, he was Adelaide's captain on the gay as well. Uh, so that does lead us in sixth, the position on the ladder. So we are just sneaking into finals as it currently mm. stands. We've played 21 now, 1-8 drawn, 7 lost, 6. As we read across the board, uh, 31 points on the board, plus seven goal difference. The killer from what was happened with probably those two games is we were only one point behind, and if we'd beaten Central Coast at the time, we would have jumped up to second on the ladder. Uh, but with 
that were found their draw in that game. Central Coast ended up there. Then pretty much the four teams above us of Adelaide beating us included MacArthur, Sydney and Central Coast all won on the weekend. And uh, that's put a little bit of a gap for us to climb any higher. So still got technically a game in hand, that game against Perth Glory in hand against uh, the teams above us. So, But yeah, we're four points behind MacArthur who are ahead of us now. And and un- and we haven't won now in four games. So it's, uh, Home semi at the potato farm is off. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's uh, it's not looking likely, unfortunately. We haven't won, won in three games, Pricey. You beat Western United, got, mate. They've got four on them. You're wrong. Well, I was looking <laughs> at the ladder. City Central go, Well, the ladder's fucking wrong. It's it's definitely three games. Mm. We beat Western United 2-1. And then we've gone City for the two games we talked about tonight. Let's not harp, harp on about it. Let's focus on what the next games bring. Yeah, who are you guys? Harper <laughs> and Speedy? Yeah, yes. I don't know. I don't know why the ladder thing is showing that is wrong. Then, okay, I'm sorry. All right, I just that's okay. Even though we're doing the whole podcast. Harper and Speedy thing, let's go back to something we spoke about in the first half of this podcast. And... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, carry, on on. Friday night. carry on. Yeah, <laughs> IFAB. Do you want to bring up IFAB? Is that what you want to do? Oh, today? Mate, IFAB, IFAB, oh, oh, IFAB, IFAB, IFAB. Would you also like do you also like a 10-minute investigation into what the fourthy said to Warren Moon around if he was going to make a sub oh, or not? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. That was just... Hey, just can, can, uh, I, can I... Um, John Cosme to flat bat this? I'll, just John, I'll John Cosme to yeah. flat bat this and say, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Robbie Gaunthway found himself in the middle of that, didn't he? <laughs> it was such an oh. innocent thing as well. He's just like, oh, did you want to make the sub now or are you going to wait till halftime when it won't cost you a thing? And, you know, it's just showing you the options. Anyway. Anyway, Fox Sports. Anyway, Friday coach. night. Yeah. Friday night, Friday night football. So we don't have a midweek game this week. Yay! Yay. Also, we're on a turnaround from Sunday to Friday and have to fly back. Say, that's five days. That's the biggest turnaround time we've had for this entire run. Five days. Uh, well, yeah, since we had that game cancelled. They, they will be fresh <laughs> as a daisy. It will be. <laughs> five days. Uh, so we have time to play the bottom team. Yeah, the bottom team away on a Friday night. So it is Newcastle versus Brisbane Roar on the Friday night. 7.05 a.m. kickoff down there at the McDonald Jones Stadium on, uh, in Broadmeadow there in Newcastle. Newcastle are stone cold motherless last. Uh, they are in 12th position, so they've played 22. They've only won the three games, drawn five, lost 14. Only scored 18 goals all season, conceded 34, 14 points on the board from that. And they had a 1-0 loss on the weekend to Central Coast Mariners. Uh... Newcastle, Brisbane. Uh, who wants it? Dave, you're our Newcastle correspondent. What, uh, what can we expect from, from the hallowed turf at McDonald Jones Stadium on Friday night? We can expect a full-strength side and goals. Mm-hmm. Goals, goals, goals. I expect Bri- oh. uh, Dylan Wenzel Hall to score at least a hat-trick. Um, J.A. Shea is going to do a bicycle kick. Um, okay. And, uh, and just, for, just for good measure, Bugar is going to get an own goal. So it'll... Okay. Uh, I'm predicting Brisbane 5, Newcastle negative 3. Oh, excellent. That should be fun. Yeah. I can get around that. Yeah. Oh, Scotty Neville I... with the pin. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to go on to meet Melbourne City in the next match for the world yeah. title. No. Uh, and because you've said all of those things, Dave, what is, is going to happen is at best a 1-0 win to one, one of the two teams. It'll be nil all in the rain. As it's stock standard at the moment, um, no, it, I, I think. It's not a home game, Dave. It's, so we could. I'm Bris- going to check the weather. Listen, Brisbane, Brisbane away to Newcastle, short of a puddle showing up, is is usually uh, 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 one of the ones we do decent at. Um, it is due to rain on Friday. 
Just looking at the weather. 80% <laughs> chance of rain. Fucking hell. Um, and the storm's yeah. just following us around the country. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's raining during the day. It's not going to rain kickoff time yeah. from what I can see here, but still, it's... um. Of course, the only day that pretty much has rain on the forecast is yeah, is the day Brisbane Roar due to play. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, uh, look, I I would imagine we'd have to win this one. Let's face it, we're playing Newcastle, the worst team in the league. We have to win this. You do. That's it. if you want. To, if we want to try, if we're actually any legitimate shout for finals, we do need to win this and just win. Uh, that's that's all we have to do. Just win. It's it's just that simple. Put the ball in the back of the net. As the Denmark's thing at the ball moment. more than them. Yeah, score more than them. That's it. Uh, let's also move on to, we'll also preview the next game, which is back up at home on Tuesday night, so it's a bit of a change, mm. uh, another night of the week for us to play on, I don't mm. think we've played on Tuesday night this far this season, so it's uh, Brisbane Royal v Melbourne City, so Melbourne City are back up here, third time we're playing Mel- them this season, uh, so Tuesday 25th of May, 7.05pm kickoff at the Aquatic Wildlife Stadium, they are of course in first position at the moment, so they played 22-114, drawn 3, lost 5, 54 Goals for them, 26 against, 45 points on the board. I believe if they win their game this weekend, that will actually confirm the can, championship for them. Can I, can I just put something in perspective with the number of goals they've scored? They Melbourne City have scored more goals than have been in Newcastle Jets games. <laughs> for, for and against. For and against. Look at the, um, um, the actually, goal difference. Same for us, in fact, I think. Yeah, same for us. Yeah. yeah. If you look uh, at the goal difference, Melbourne City are the only team that are in positive double digits for goal difference. Yeah. Plus twenty eight. Like plus twenty eight. The next highest is plus eight. Well, uh, wind it back a bit. If they didn't beat Melbourne victory by thirteen goals to nil across two games, that would only be fifteen goals, and it would still be impressive. But it's inflated. Let's face it. It really did. I don't know. I look at that as a glass half empty, glass half full thing. Why didn't we beat Melbourne victory by thirteen goals? Because they didn't shit the bed completely. It was like eight two across the two games. We still flogged them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we did yeah. fill our boots against Melbourne Victory. Yeah, we did all right. Melbourne City just filled more boots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they got the reses involved and filled their boots. You know, it's... so a city the kind of side that if they've got the plate wrapped up, they'll take it easy on us. I think they'll rotate their squad a bit if they've got the plate wrapped up and they're going to jump into the ACL qualifying as well. Uh, they will they'll rotate, I think, heavily for this one. So. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll have full squad. They had a half strength team out against Wellington, and they're they're playing on the weekend against someone, I believe. Central the, the... Coast. They'll they'll be. This is actually a top of the table clash. If right. Melbourne City win, they win the league. If Central Coast win, they keep the league alive, and it would just be a case of us being the, the you know the one they'd win that against. But um, they would. I would anticipate Melbourne City going to beat Central Coast. Even a draw would probably be enough, realistically. I uh, maybe. Yeah, actually, because uh, Sydney FC, oh, they're four games, but 10 a points. Draw, yeah, a draw wouldn't quite be enough people. unless Sydney dropped points as well. But, um, yeah. but you know, it's... Yeah. And, and Sydney, who does Sydney play? Who do they play? Fucking Melbourne Victory. <laughs> they're not dropping points. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, but they'll know by that time, right? They'll, Melbourne City will know, even if Sydney have dropped points somehow, they'll know if a draw's enough, they'll know if a win will do the job. So, one way or the other, I would suggest Melbourne City are probably going to have the league wrapped up by the end of that game, and that will be the first game of their rotation heading into finals. Mm. I dare say, with their games following being following us being Newcastle at home and Melbourne victory away, um, they'll probably want to put full strength against victory because they'll want to fill their boots again. Um and especially going into finals. What's winning the overall? 
it's legitimately possible with that, I think. I think it's they could possibly do that. Um, yeah. But especially and with Newcastle beforehand, it could be anything. They could get as many goals as they want. But they might see the Brisbane game as a way just to rotate players in and out, get, get some time against a good opposition. And that's what I'm kind of hoping will happen in this case. So um, that we can kind of give ourselves the best chance of getting some points and getting a win that maybe propels us up the table where other teams will not have gotten those wins. And we've been competitive against City. You know, the game yeah, that we but... lost 3-2, that was, we were a really competitive side. Um, the first game of the season, we were quite competitive. In fact, we were probably unlucky to, to lose that game. Um, yes, we hit the crossbar a couple of times, didn't we? I think, yeah. well, win the, the women's game and the men's game. That's it. Yeah. So it's, we've not been outclassed by City. I mean, last game we were outclassed in the first half, but you know, the results haven't been blowouts. They haven't been massive losses, where City have definitely put the sword to some teams. Um, and not just victory, but they you know, they knocked Adelaide over 4-1 recently. You know, it's, They're beating good sides by, by heavy margins, and we haven't been one of those sides. So hopefully a rotation allows us that bit of freedom to go at them. Do you reckon Dan will go back to the uh, the back five against Newcastle, or do you think we might stick with the back four? Because who would you play at right back then? Do do we give you know? Do we give um? Oh, what's his? I who's the kid we signed? Um, the back in and Tony Burke. Scotty Neville, don't forget. That's right. Yeah, I don't think he will. If we're back five, Scotty Neville's not out right, but right wing back. No, I think we'll go four and Scotty Neville on the right. Yep, I agree. Okay. Unless they don't trust Kai one. in the middle, but again, you. You know, you hate to say it, but it's Newcastle. Like, you probably would just you'd start like that. You know, you just back, back trying to handle who is it, Roy the boy or whoever's up front for him. Yeah, yeah, hmm. interesting. All right, that will do us for the A League. Uh, that's plenty of talking about our team. Let's move on yeah. to a bit of MPL, MPL Queensland. It was Brisbane Raw five. <laughs> No Parsons, no Demi, no worries for Brisbane Roar's NPL Queensland teams. They keep on rolling. So 5-1, sorry, was the final score. It actually said five. I only said the five part there. Uh, Eli Adams in the 21st in the 59th minute. Kane Gibbs in the 53. Hassan Ramazani up from the back in the 84th minute score. And Ben Holiday in the, in the, right at the end of injury time in the 90 plus 7th. And for Redlands United, Jesse Gibbs uh, pulled it back to 1-1 at the time in the 28th minute. So... Uh, yeah, the highlight of this game for me was actually the, the Redlands goalkeeper. He had a cracking game, but uh, there was a couple of handy goals in this one. Uh, Dave? Or who wants to talk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, a couple of handy goals. Um, my, my biggest takeaway here is Kane gives his goal. Before he scored it, he basically ran straight into his defender. He fell over on his ass. Kane Gibbs kept going. The defender <laughs> didn't get back in time before Kane Gibbs was able to sweep the ball home as it, as it kind of fell to him. And I was thinking to myself, how's the referee not seen just him run over his man and just destroy him on the way through. Um, but as you said, it's no worries. It, despite having 17 goals taken out and brought up to the first team, Eli Adams and 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 Du Bois, I'm going to go with that for now, um, have, have just run riot. You know, they're too good a side at the moment. And they've moved into second because um, Gold Coast Knights dropped points over the weekend as well. Yeah. Any more you want to add on to that, Butsy? No, no. And like, they're still good goals they're some of them are just being banged in low some of them are just because they're battling and ones like Eli's first one was a nice like weighted finish and there was another one that I still don't know who did it from out on the right where he hooked the shot and hit the hit the far post keeper was beaten all ends so that would have been nice to go in but yeah just they're good finishes they're not they're not all scrappy there's this whole range of different things absolutely 
so that, yeah, leaves them, as Dave said, in second place. Played nine, won seven, drawn one, lost one. 38 goals for, only the eight against um, in the uh, in 22 points on the board. Uh, for them, so second place, Handy's position. So And they roll on to uh, Gold Coast United next. It's an M1 derby um, in there. So it's, uh, of course, all games away for them at the moment. That's officially an away game. So M1 derby down the coast on Sunday evening, 23rd of May, 6 p.m. kickoff down at the Coplick. Uh, family Sports Park. Um, so Gold Coast United, they're, yeah, 10th, hopefully. Can make some nice mince meat, just like it's back in the good old days of the M1 Derby, Dave. I'm sure you'll get yeah, excited around Gold Coast. Yeah, Gold Coast United. Uh, let's move on to a bit of MPLW Queensland. Uh, it was Peninsula Power 1, Casey Jenkins in the 84th, but that was just a consolation goal because it was the Brisbane Raw QAS Team uh, 2. Tamar Levin in the, the 31st minute after subbing on, and Madison Sandsby in the 52nd minute. But I think the more the bigger talking point might have been the red card, Dave, uh, Tamir Bailey in the 40th minute for QAS. Yeah, it came out and was last um, last player took the, took the uh, attacker out. Smartly took her out outside the penalty area, so did not concede a uh, penalty, but... Um, was definitely a red card, and um, we we ended up getting an outfielder in goal, which for and not just for the last bit of a game, but an outfielder for goal for uh, yeah. for fifty minutes. That's it. it was forty. That's right. She went off in the fortieth minute, and uh, yeah, as far as we can tell, she was the goalkeeper for the whole rest of the game, which is just fantastic. <laughs> but um, Dave, it does explain what's better. So, yeah. Like, what's better? Does she mm-hmm. take the come out of the box, get a red card and a free kick, or does she just we're already up by one, take him out inside the box? And just not get sent off because it's double jeopardy because you don't get sent off for that anymore. And then still have 11 players yeah. for the rest of the game. Well, I mean, it worked out. It worked out. She might have she might have um, kind of done a quick calculation. We're playing the worst team in the league here. Um, we're 1-0 we're <laughs> up. I'll just have it and just make sure she doesn't score. And thankfully, we were um, they were good enough to get a second one later on, but, uh, you know, despite being down to 10. It, it worked out. Doesn't matter. Good finish that second one. Just <laughs> slipped in behind him and slotted it yep. home. It's very good. good. Nice ball in and very good finish. Absolutely by Sansby. And you could tell it was a uh, a stepping goalkeeper for the goal they did concede because she like dived right over the top of the ball. Um, yeah. <laughs> she banged it from distance though. Yeah, yeah, she, she did. Hit she it from did. from distance. It was a nice shot, but it probably one you push away if you're a normal keeper. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, so that leaves them currently in 11th position. They've played 10, they've won 3, drawn 2, lost 5, 13 goals, 4, 20 against 11 points on the board. And next up for them is the Gap uh, Football Club uh, at home on Sunday uh, afternoon at 4pm at Meakin Park for the Brisbane Rock QAS team. So the Gap. So the Gap are in 14th position, not quite as strong as teams they have been in previous seasons, the Gap. But uh, I'm sure they've still got a couple of handy players running around, so it should be an interesting game for that team. Let's move on to a little bit of news, and it's uh, A-League TV rights. Uh, they've been in the news again. We still don't have um, a anyone who's doing it yet. Uh, so, But we've the new player in the sort of the centre of the talking sphere um, this week has been Paramount Plus. Now, Paramount Plus is what sort of Channel Access uh, is going to be rebranded to. It's what it's called over in the US for the parent company of Channel 10, CBS, and apparently Channel Access are going to get rebranded to that. So it would be yet another... Um, this uh, another entrant that could be sort of that streaming market um, for us, and that would mean that we'd have some free-to-air games on Channel 10, very similar to Stan Sport, who are obviously in bed with Channel 9, so Channel 9 are part owner in them, so if it was Stan, um, Stan it would be some games on free-to-air on Channel 9, the others behind the paywall on Stan Sport, Paramount Plus in there. KO is still around as well, this is all due to a 
to a Fox Sports article uh, that came out. Uh, sorry, not a Fox Sports article, sorry, a Sydney Morning Herald article that came out uh, today as we record this morning. So there's still a possibility Fox Sports slash carry, but for the moment it seems that Stan Sport and Paramount are leaving and obviously they're just working out which is going to provide what sort of details and, yeah, so that's probably what it's taking uh, quite a while to do. So yeah, interesting if, it, if it goes to um, 10 or 9 or Paramount Plus or Stan, it'll go on a secondary channel, won't necessarily be their primary mm. channel, um, which... To be honest, I think a lot of channels, are, most channels are doing that now with their main channel being whatever scheduled program they prefer to have as their, as their sort of highlight yeah. one. With but sports tend to go in that secondary channel more or less, like, kind of like really what Fox Fox do anyway with, you know, here's all your sports channels over here. Here's all your other yeah, entertainment channels. Yeah, I don't so, think that's as big an issue as it once was. If you're, if you're stuck on Gem instead of Nine or... Once upon a time, know. it was an issue because some people couldn't get those channels. But if mm. you don't get those channels now, I don't think you can have a, have a TV, really. I think... That was pretty much an analog channel issue. So, um, yeah, fine now. It's fine. About the only complaint you can have is maybe then it doesn't end up in HD. Um, I know yeah. 9 definitely has a secondary in HD. The, I think Gem is HD. That's probably where it'd end up, but I'm not sure about as, channel 10. So, as long as if they if they do put it on a secondary channel, the key thing I want is that they make sure that any free to air game, they have the cross channel promotion. So they have it on their main mm. channel saying, hey, Football games going on over on that channel, make sure you go watch it. You know, it's not yeah. something that's just left to being advertised on fucking whatever. I don't even know what channels are 10, 10 9 have anymore, to be honest. You know, it's <laughs> not, it doesn't just kind of get stuck on Gem and only advertised to people watching Gem while they're watching the midday movie or some shit. You know? Yeah. As long as it doesn't stay on Fox, I think we're okay. I <laughs> Yeah, I think Fox Sports are about done. Uh, the interesting thing is Stan Sport is strongly rumoured to pick up the Champions League rights. Uh, so after that sports flick mob um, gave the... <laughs> the I don't, the I don't know about that, right? Because they gave that a flick because they were worried about Super League, apparently. So I wonder if they're not back on the table as the leading I think better. that's a convenient excuse. It yeah, might I think be, so, but... a convenient excuse. They, mm. they jumped down that. They jumped off that so quick when they had the opportunity right. to look like you would save them some face. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's that's my gut take um, on that. Hey, look, I'm all for it. Let's Stan can be the home of, of football in this country. Um. Get oh, it all in one place. Right. It's the best product we're going to get if the money's mm. right. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully, whoever does it invests into the sport. Now, Paramount Plus have done a lot of um, soccer coverage over in the US of E, so they've picked up a lot of sport over there. Uh, so that you know, they they know that that can be a powerful thing. Stan Sport, if they got Champions League, but Optus Sport has not mentioned this, and they're still having they still have the Premier League for a number of seasons. So you could end up with this thing where, like, if you want to be a football fan in this country, like, if you want Premier League, you're watching. You know, you're going to uh, Optus. If you want Champions League, you need Stan Sport. If you want A League, you're going to Paramount Plus. And if you want uh, all the other the others that like B in has, then you're going to them. Like, you know, people aren't going to do it. Yeah. And if uh, and if you're a fan of a team that's on none of those things, say for example, you're a fan of a Championship side or a League One side, yeah. you you might have to subscribe directly to that particular club via the via the. You know, their I own follow. stream, but yeah, mm. I follow. That's it. So, you theoretically, if you follow that, you know, follow that many sport, that many leagues, you can in theory have five, five things just for football. Who knows where? Who knows where Matildas and Socceroos are going as well? That's a different. That's a different uh, agreements right as well. So, that could end up. And if you follow, strongly rumored that they wanted to. If you follow, if you follow obscure leagues, you know, like I know the the Croatian right. second division, yeah. you might need a Bet three six five account. So, <laughs> yeah, but well, that's the double edged sword we're on, right? Like, yeah. you want 
I, I get why we had to unbundle the A-League, W-League and the national team rights and, and everything else. But at the same time, you kind of hope that someone picks up all the bundles and puts them back together, you know, <laughs> and pays for them individually and groups them in the same place because it is a bit of a pain. I, I, it's it's terrible not being like if you don't have the service for the national games and then you watch the A League and you can't watch the national games, it's a bit disappointing. So I think that's what I think that's... in the streaming world, though, unfortunately, yeah. that yeah. sounds more like the national team is going to end up in free to air, which at least is everyone will be able to watch, um, and yeah. it's not behind. So yeah, that's anyway. There's still plenty of water going to bridge there. Uh, movement of players at the moment. There was an article came out uh, from everyone's favourite uh, News Limited employee, Mr. Marco Monteverde, around some of the futures around the players, and he does have good contacts. So, Jamie Young has been told, you ain't going nowhere, son. He's staying here. Even if he was talking to Melbourne Victory and potentially moving, he has been told that he will be staying in Brisbane and seeing out his contract. So, yay, we get to keep Jamie. But he's not always good to keep players against their will. Well, at least Jamie, I think, is professional enough that he won't let it affect him. But uh, never a good thing. But these other two, Dave, uh, Jordan Courtney Perkins and Isaac Powell, and I guess, Butsy, you're getting onto this as well with what you're saying about before, they're both going to be looking to go elsewhere uh, due to lack of game time. And you still have to wonder, what have we done with these two young players? Yeah, um, I mean... I think Powell thing's actually been injured a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, he hasn't yeah, appeared in NPL. Um, JCP, isn't, he hasn't appeared in NPL because he keeps getting called up to the to the bench. So he's not getting a lot of game time as a result. Um, yeah, it's it's disappointing that Isaac Powell would, um, didn't kind of hasn't kind of gotten a crack at it because he. I mean, he could be. Is he right sided or left sided? He's left sided. He's behind Corey Brown. So he, I mean, he's in a tough spot just because he's got. A player that's very much set and you know, stays fairly healthy most of the season, so he's he's kind of in a rock and a hard place there. Um, JCP, I mean, we could see him playing. We were talking beforehand about um, uh, about the back line. We could see him starting to play games with the with the you know, injuries to to Hingert and um, and Sunscreen. So maybe maybe they're looking to leave, but maybe JCP is going to get a crack and make the most of it. We'll see what happens, but. Um, Said we had the other bloke that we signed last week, which I've completely forgotten the name of now, who um who might also get a crack too. And if JCP oh. gets stuck behind him, then I'm sure he'll probably say, you know what, I'm obviously not wanted here. I'll I'll get moving. So Anthony um, Burke Gilroy. I had yeah. to go look it up. <laughs> ABG. 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 Obviously. ABG. Yeah. Um, Your we'll ABG with your we'll JCP and your JBS. Yeah. I'm going to call this one as well because it's not often that that Butsy sneaks in here with the exclusive, but I called this. Jordan Courtney Perkins being unhappy a couple of weeks ago before the news yeah. broke. I got an inside yeah. source on this one. Woo. Ooh, well, uh, yeah. hang on, an actual inside source, or you just happen to guess right? No, I was told that he's not happy and he's looking to leave. Oh, there you yeah, go. I told you guys. I just didn't want to bring it up on the pod because. Hey, you know, that's exactly he... what the pod's for. We need <laughs> exclusives. <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to say it and then be wrong. But now that it's right, I'm going to gloat until the cows come home. Hey, when has this podcast ever been worried about accuracy? <laughs> How many seasons have we had Ben on for now? Exactly. From, oh, sorry, I just wasn't exactly familiar right. with that kind of power and the responsibility that came with it. If yeah. you know anything, I demand that to be released into the show. What else? What other insights do you have, Dan? Any other? Oh, nothing. Uh, nothing at tidbits? all. Nothing. Definitely not. So, uh, I know no, no. want to come back, but um, yeah. Anyway, no, no, no insight <laughs> into Corey Brown's 
Insight into Corey Brand's hair routine. Nothing like a. <laughs> no. Okay, yeah. no, that's all good. No. All right, carry on. We know who advanced hair care, or if it was um, Ashley Martin that um, did the work, or. Um... I think um, Brindle South is going to change from sponsorship by sunscreen to sponsorship by DP. Um, <laughs> fix his shop uh, right up. He can do both. He can he do can both. Do both. Yeah. There's he enough creamy both. substances out there. <laughs> Don't get a mixed Leave up that one alone. <laughs> You, know, you do not want to get uh, DP where you sometimes where you put in sunscreen, you know? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I would have made that mistake. Uh, the Olive Roos have picked a squad. Uh, there are no Brisbane Raw players in it. However, it's uh, pretty much all overseas players except for those clubs which aren't making finals. So um, hello to all the Newcastle and Melbourne Victory fans out there listening to us. And we're hoping so Dave said earlier that we're playing against Newcastle and he was mocking them for being the bottom dwellers, but I prefer to think of them as the most represented A-League team in the Olive Roos. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the plan. That is quite the plan. Yeah. So they're well, off to well done from... to well done to Newcastle for shit housing their way into a into an Olyroo squad. Well done. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole club shit out of their way into that Olyroo squad. The whole club's going. That was, that was the players' player from the start. The season trip. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you look at Roy, like... Donovan, Roy Donovan started the season saying, "You know what, guys? We're going to tank this season so hard so you guys can make that Olyroo squad. <laughs> go <laughs> yeah, out there, like... go out there, and suck less than us." But like, look at like Nazarene. He's still owned by City. He's basically been told, "Yeah, you're you're not going to be much of a starter." He's gone. All right, I'll go on loan to Newcastle, be like a mega star for Newcastle, and be available because the rest of the team's going to fall apart anyway. <laughs> he's he's nailed it. Perfect PR move. Yes, yes. So yeah, they're off to play some friendlies over in Europe somewhere. It was meant to be into a Spain. tournament, but I think that tournament got cancelled, didn't it? So yeah. I think about four friendlies in Spain is what I heard today. Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. Uh, also, the Matildas have picked up a friendly as well as they start to prepare uh, for the Olympics as well. So they're going to play Sweden on the 16th of June. So that's a Wednesday at 2.45 a.m. Uh, so that's a very convenient time slot to go and watch the Matildas play. Um, and unlucky, Sam Kerr losing in the Champions League final on the weekend. Um, that was rough, actually. 4-0 after 35 minutes. So um, congratulations to Barcelona for winning that one. And uh, so, yeah, get around that. Uh, Dave, hey, mate. do you want to do your game? Do you? Look, we've got a game. Would you like to play a game? a game? Yeah, all right, fine. Let's do your game. Let's cue the music. Dave, you game. And Dave, you game. Yeah. Excellente. All right. Today's game, we have not not quite the title title challenges, but we have two men looking to build their way up the league and uh, and get themselves into a nice little position to challenge for the title that is currently held by... Who the league? Aren't I about seven points behind every other player in this stupid game? Benjamin Clark is the... Uh, mate, it's a ranking system. It's not a point system. It's You, know, you get a win against, you get a win against a, a highly uh, ranked player, then your ranking goes up as well. I've completely making up these rankings as I go along, but you are definitely last. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely last and Ben's definitely top. It. Whoever's in the middle is whoever's in the middle. Dan, Dan and Rick and everyone else are in the middle. That's it. Yeah. So this is Behind your chance to build yourself up. In the blue corner, we have James Price. And in the red corner, we have Danny Butts. And today's topic... Brisbane Raw players, men's players, obviously, in this case, uh, to have played for the Socceroos. Now, they don't have to have played for the Socceroos all at Brisbane. They could have played prior to. Just just players that Brisbane have had uh, on the books 
have played for the Socceroos for, during, or after their time at Brisbane. Now, there are 29 players that have represented Australia in this sense. Oh, dear. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this isn't as hard as it sounds, but I'm going to start with Darcy because he is the lowest rank of the two. So, Chris Rice, first player, please. Jamie McLaren. Jamie McLaren is correct. Matt Mackay. Hey, next on my list. Well done, Dan. <laughs> Straight after him, eh? Uh, I wonder if the next one on the list might be Craig Moore. Craig Moore certainly did. He represented us, uh, represented Australia at a World Cup. That's it. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Jimmy Petrados. Jimmy Petrados has absolutely played for Australia. Three times. He has avoided many. Uh, Brett Holman. Fred Holman did. He represented Australia 63 times. Oh, not bad. All right. Let's throw back a bit. I think Tommy Orr has played for the Socceroos before. He sure as shit has. Michael Zullo. Paul Zullo has as well. Correct. I'm really going to come up short here, but Ben Halloran? Ben Halloran went to a World Cup with Australia. Correct. Did he actually play for us, though? Yeah, seven times. Oh, wow. It was the impact okay. sub for Ange. He was Ange's go-to man. Wow. I'm amazed that number's that high. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Sasha Ogonowski. Ogonowski absolutely did play for Australia. Thank you for giving likes to Dan a few extra options to go for, because I know he would not have gotten Sasha Ogonowski. <laughs> no, I'm really, really struggling now. <clears throat> have a good think. Maybe some of Australia's better players. So no, Australia's so better players, and maybe whether they're find the rules for me again. So they just had to have pulled on the jersey for Australia and played yep. for Brisbane at any stage. They can play for a Brisbane. Uh, they could have gotten their caps before they got to Brisbane, while they're at Brisbane, or after they're at Brisbane. Oh, I know an obvious one, Adam Taggart. Adam Taggart absolutely did. He absolutely did. Now, who was that random player I was just going to say before? I don't know. No, me either now, apparently. <laughs> Embarrassing. Let's go with Robbie Cruz. Robbie Cruz has played plenty of times for Australia. This is Dan's big moment. Can he stay in the game? Really struggling. The problem is we haven't been as good the time that I've been here. <laughs> hmm. some of the str- same thing as some of Brisbane's, I suppose, big-name players. Who, who, who would have... Who's Australians that, that would have been at the peak of their powers while they were here or maybe Aussies that have, have gone on to bigger and better things since they were here and maybe got a call up in the meantime I'm really not sure I'm going to need an answer my friend uh, let's try did we ever pick uh, Brandon Borello? Brandon Borello has three caps for Australia yeah. well done James Ivan Franich Chich absolutely has played for Australia 20 times. What do you reckon, Dan? Me? I don't want to come straight back at yeah. you, isn't it? Just because I know he's another Ange boy and I'm really struggling, did Luke Devere ever get a cap? Is that your answer? Yeah, Luke Devere. I'm sorry to say you have lost <laughs> this round of Dave's game. Congratulations, Pricey. Yes! Have a win. You've now moved out of the bottom spot. Off the challenges <laughs> title, it's uh, that's Dan's now. Congratulations, Dan. Um, no, Luke Devere has never represented Australia. 
Luke De Vere is perpetually injured. Uh, I think the one yeah, time he yeah, got called exactly. up, he was injured and couldn't make the squad. So, um, some other players that you may be aware of: uh, Alex Brosk. Yeah, oh yeah, Alex Brosk. Jade North. Yeah, I always forget that he was on ours. Yep. Yeah, yeah, just for one season. Jade North absolutely had. Um, Damian yeah, Mori. Oh, the day, Danny Tiato, Dario Vidicic. That was Dario uh, was the one I was going to say before. Without there you forgetting. go. Uh, I'm, t- I'm looking for the big ones here. Uh, Scott McDonald, of course. Um, um, 26 <laughs> games for Australia, zero goals. I just blacked him out. He just doesn't <laughs> exist. I think Shane I'm Stephen, yeah. Shane Stefanuto with three caps. Mitchell really? Five. I didn't know yeah. Stefanuto got a call up. I should have got yeah, Nichols. Yeah, a little while What's before he got to Brisbane. He was yeah. playing in Norway at the time. Uh, Matt Smith had three games at the East Asia Cup. Um, yeah, he did. Eric Pardalou. Sorry? Did Theo get a cap? No, Theo has not been oh, capped. Yeah, uh, Eric Pardalou has two on the bed. Ellie Babalge. Ellie uh, Babalge. David uh, Williams with a couple of caps. Oh, yeah. um, we also had uh, Ante Milicic, who was in Brisbane for one season. Uh, oh, Andrew Redmayne, one, one, uh, one cap. And Adam Sorota with three. But congratulations, Pricey. Excellent result. You finally got yourself a win. I'm super proud that you managed to do it, mate. It's, um, it's been taken way too long. I'd like to, say, I'd like to thank <laughs> the fans for sticking with me through uh, through the hard times and the good times. Uh, mostly the hard times through Dave's game, let's be honest. Um, yeah, it's, it's just nice to, to get the win. Um, I'll see you all at the pub later. Uh, it's going to be a great fucking night! <laughs> I see you shout. La 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 la. Yeah. Pricey shout. La 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 la. Um, do you want to do some tipping? Yeah, let's do some tops. Let's hey. round this down with some tips. Now, we have an update to the score. Now, this is uh, for, for the listeners. There are two games on tomorrow. This is what's Wednesday, the 19th of May. We're recording on the Tuesday night. So the two games for Wednesday are not included in these results. If you're hearing this before those games are played, put on our Twitter, put in the polls. That's what they're there for. You guys absolutely killing it at the moment with your tips. Um, and I'll get onto your scores in just a second. First of all, though, we start at the bottom. Yeshiba finally reached 60 points. Well done, Yeshiba. Next target, 70 points. We'll see you at the end of the season for that one. Um, Dan, 79 <laughs> in second last place. Bit of a gap there to Ben, who's on 86. Pricey, you're on 88. Now, I know I've just mentioned four people and there's still three to go, but Pricey, you're not actually that far off. Uh, I'm in third. I'm on 91. Rick and the listeners are now dead level on 93. So I'll drop it off a little bit, but the listeners and Rick, listeners, you guys have come out of nowhere and started um, starting putting numbers on the board. So it's a, it's a tight one. And, um, and uh, yeah, your votes, as we said, on the on the Twitter polls, with not many games to go, they're going to be quite important. It's almost, almost a race to the first to 100 here because I think once you get to 100, you're going to be in with a pretty red-hot crack of, uh, of winning this one. But let's start off with um, with the games that are coming up. As we said, Friday night, Newcastle versus Brisbane. We're starting with Dan. What do you Brisbane. say? Brisbane. And Brizzy. Uh, we have Wellington versus Western United as the next game. Now, of course, uh, Western United are fucking god-awful at the moment. They are just a pile of absolute garbage. They'll probably win. Um do you know, no, that's over in Wellington, mate. This is back in Wellington. This is a big return. This is a big return. It's whacking day. Wellington haven't and lost in five. Wellington have never beaten Western United in Wellington. 
Wellington have only won one in five, but they haven't lost. I don't know if that's five. stats correct. Yeah. I'm assuming my stats correct, but yeah, they haven't lost in five. <laughs> I'm going Wellington with that one. Melbourne City versus Central Coast Price. You got the top of the table clash, the potential uh, potential title decider. Who do you reckon? I think Melbourne City would be good enough to get the win and steal the title. Uh, Dan, you have a Sydney derby on uh, on Sunday. Sydney FC versus Western Sydney Wanderers. What say you? Uh, I'm going to go with Western Sydney Wanderers for the upset. Fuck me. That is... I mean, they've done the job so far this year before, so... The derbies, uh, yeah, they're doing the derby, derby. yeah. Uh, Melbourne, Melbourne Victory versus Adelaide in a uh, the original rivalry um, in uh, on Sunday as well. Look, you'd have to say Melbourne Victory are still going to fucking shit the bed and I'm going to tip Adelaide on this one. Um <laughs> Perth versus Mac- uh, Macquarie? No, that's not right. <laughs> MacArthur. Macquarie's a bank. Um, <laughs> Perth versus Macquarie. Macquarie's one of our first governors. Yeah, Macquarie's one of our first governors, mate. Versus General yeah, MacArthur. Um, I'll back Perth Glory in that one. They're in great form now, Perth. They're in red hot form, Perth. Yeah. Um, Brisbane versus Melbourne City. Dan, you got us on the Tuesday night. What do you see? Raw. A draw or raw? He said, he said raw. He said Brisbane. Um, Western Sydney versus Wellington on the Wednesday evening. Uh, that one is actually back in back in Australia. Oddly, uh, mm. Wellington having to traverse that. You'd think they just go fucking back to back home games, but no, they make them go fucking back into Australia for a fucking up midweek game. Um, I, I think Western Sydney is going to get the chocolates there just because they won't have to go back and forth. They won't have to. The, uh, the the massive adrenaline rush that Wellington will be coming off. Um, that's the that's the that's the round. So Brisbane to beat Newcastle, Wellington over over Western United on Whacking Day, Melbourne City to win the league on Saturday, Western Sydney Wanderers to win the derby, uh, Adelaide to defeat Victory, Perth over uh, I must call it Macquarie again over Macarthur, <laughs> Brisbane to beat Melbourne City according to Dan with a couple of pearls from from left field in his in his ranks. <laughs> And Western Sydney Wanderers to defeat Wellington. Uh, I guess I said jump on our um, jump on our Twitter uh, page, cast your vote in all the polls. They'll go up probably on Thursday as they typically do, and get involved. All right, so that is at the Rawcast on Twitter where you can find us. So of, so of course, uh, Facebook.com, the Rawcast. You can drop us a line on as well and give us a follow on there. All these uh, podcasts are uh, chucked up on anchor.fm and slash the Rawcast or any other good podcasting platform Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, you name it. You should be able to find the Rawcast there and keep giving us a good listen. So uh, that will do us this week. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Dave. No worries, mate. Thank you. And thank you very much, Mr. Butsy. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Price. And thank you, good listeners, for listening to us. We'll catch you all again next week. Bye-bye. Love you. <laughs>